Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It's The Morning Five for Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. And as always, it's brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. We are 46 days until Christmas. Always a good thing, man. Let's go. Oh, Let's thing. go. Yes, sir. I'm here it's, for that. It's also National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day. So I have a question about this. Does a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich fall into this category? Why wouldn't it? I don't know. I don't think. It's fried chicken. It's fried. Oh. Yeah. I When I think of a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, like a fried chicken doesn't pop into my head, but it's definitely fried chicken. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm down for this. I love I love fried chicken sandwiches. It is, but only from Chick-fil-A. It's the only place to get fried chicken sandwiches from. Um, <laughs> I've never turned down a Chick-fil-A uh, sandwich in my entire life, and I could literally eat <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner at Chick-fil-A. You snob. Huh? Love Chick-fil-A. It's the only fast food I eat. I don't eat any other fast food but Chick-fil-A. Why am I not surprised about this? Yep, I don't eat anywhere else fast food-wise but Chick-fil-A. All right, Hawks play the Jazz tonight. Um, I'm pretty pumped about this. I, I think the Hawks are playing really good basketball right now, and that's that's what I'm really pumped about is the fact that they are playing really good basketball, and it's good to watch. It's it's fun to watch. DJ Murray has been exactly what we expected him to be. Exactly. Um, he's shown outstanding defense. He's been great offensively, and at points... He looks just like he should, um, you know, as far as running the running the num- or the, the offense for the Hawks, which is the guy is a triple double monster. He is, and, yeah, and in, in the when he's on the one and Trey's playing in the two, which Trey is becoming more comfortable at as the season goes on, and when they get to the defensive end of the court, man, Dejounte's perimeter defense is some of the most elite I, I think I've ever seen in a Hawks uniform. Um, so, yeah, I mean, him him and Trey combined with, with the two running mates, it's it's everything we hoped it was going to be and I think a little bit more. The question we have right now is, will Trey be back? Will his eye issue allow him to come back tonight? If not, you know what? They just beat the Bucks two nights ago, you know, without Trey. So, you gotta be feeling good. Yeah. If you're Trey. I I didn't expect them to even be close against the Bucks without Trey, uh, and they go out and beat them. So I mean, the Jazz are a good team. They only have three losses in the season. Uh, you can't go out and take them lightly. But yeah, it gives me a lot more hope with what they did against the Bucks with no Trey. Um, possibly going into Trey tonight. And I'm trying to look. I don't see any updates right now on Trey. So. I don't know. We'll have to see. Well, I'm sure something will come out today. Mike Conti will probably say it. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
Uh, you know, we're going to need another stellar game of defense from uh, DJ Murray. He he just needs to do what he does and keep doing what, what he does, man. The problem is, it's like, you know, God forbid something happens to him. But and then <laughs> it happens to the Hawks at that point. Yeah, and that's I mean that's that's gonna happen during the regular season. You have I mean play eighty two games, injuries are gonna happen. So you're gonna have to figure out a way. If something does happen to Murray, you're gonna have to figure out a, out a way to win. But hopefully that's you know that's like middle of the season, like little knickknack injuries here and there, stuff like that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can lean on him and rely on him while Trey's out with the and it, it, and he's out because of shin soreness. It's not even the eye. It's um it's it's his shin, which is. I didn't even know that was bothering him. So hopefully we have Trey back tonight. But if we don't, I have a lot of faith in the team that rolled out there against the Bucks. And Bryce, you were really impressed with the rookie the last game against the Bucks. I was impressed, A, with the rookie, and B, that he actually got playing time. Usually Nate does not like to give rookies playing time or minutes. They, he makes them sit on the bench and sort of watch basketball. He doesn't let them participate. He's like the uh, he's like the youngest kid when you play backyard tag, you know, tag football in the Thanksgiving get-together. The youngest kids kind of have to sit on the stairs and watch because they can't play with the big kids. That's usually how Nate McMillan treats rookies. But he got in and had a hell of a game last a uh, couple of days ago versus the Bucks. I'd love to see him repeat it against the Jazz tonight, especially if Trey's out. Do you think Travis Schlenk is in, in his ear about that and saying, look, I keep drafting these kids. You need to play them. <laughs> uh, he might be. I'd be surprised if he was. But uh, but Travis Schlink, uh, he might be. It's just Schlink. Uh, Schlink seems like a guy that if he doesn't like something, he's going to let it known to whoever it is that's in charge of whatever it is he doesn't like. Schlink doesn't seem like a guy that's going to sit by the wayside and let something crappy uh, continue on. The Jazz are 9-3 and three right now, and their guards, Bryce, are averaging 45 points per game. Yeah, they got some good. They got some good players on that team, man. The Bra- the Braves, the uh, the Hawks are going to have to play a very good game, just as good of a game tonight as they did versus uh, the Bucks a couple nights ago to beat the to beat the undefeated Bucks. So we're going to need we're going to be clean on all our cylinders. I mean, Laurie Markinen, Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, Mike Conley, they have a host of really good players, and even Kelly Olenek is playing good this year. So. It's, uh, it's definitely not going to be a walkover. The Jazz, in my opinion, are probably just as talented as the Bucks. Ah, so Hawks and Bucks tonight. Is that that is at uh, State Farm, correct? That is at home, and I believe the Hawks are a three-point favorite as of right now. Three and a half. Hawks are a three and a half point favorite tonight. Let's go. All right. Let's go get a, get a win. Get our third win in a row. The uh, CFB rankings came out last night and i'm a little bit surprised to be honest and i, I think really? i mentioned this to you yeah just a little bit okay uh, i think i mentioned this to you yesterday um i fully anticipated ohio state to be at three um after, i wouldn't have been upset if they were after the performance we had against northwestern last week i fully anticipated them to be at three um and you know what that team i'm Michigan's playing really good football, and I they hate are that. they're playing fantastic football, but they're playing really good football, and they they probably deserve that number two spot. But you know it is what it is. I'm not surprised by the UGA being bumped up to one. That was fully anticipated. Um, Ohio State at two, Michigan at three. Then you get the other undefeated team, TCU at four. Which there you go. I mean, I'm not surprised by that at all either. 
The first two out are Tennessee and Oregon at five and six. Oregon's creeping their way back up. And if you really think about it, Georgia has really, you know, set their resume in stone with wins against five and six. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you yeah, have I mean that's five and six. That's kind of that's impressive. And the the thing that the thing that kind of is curious to me this week is they have TCU at four right now ahead of a one loss Tennessee team. But last week they had an undefeated TCU behind a one loss Alabama team. So does the committee think that a one loss Tennessee team is worse than a one loss Alabama team? Because, the, you know, last week undefeated TCU undefeated behind Bama. Bama had one loss this week. TCU undefeated Tennessee has one loss. They're ahead of Tennessee. So is is that just, you know, because the Tennessee loss is so fresh in their mind? Of course, the Alabama loss wasn't that far, you know, away from last week's ranking. Right. I don't that, that That's kind of what's curious to me. Um, Oregon, like you said, is playing fantastic football right now. Ever since that beatdown they had against uh, uh, Georgia to begin the season, they've been playing really good. LSU with a huge win. Um, you know, uh, US, USC, UCLA. They're both eight and one back in the pack. Uh, what, are, what are they now? The pack 10 still? They're still a pack 10, pack 12, yeah, pack, pack 12. eight after they lose everybody. Pack 10. Uh, so, so the, so I've, I've said this and I think your final four in the college football playoffs are going to be Georgia, the big 10 winner, TCU and Oregon. I think that's going to be your final four, but there's still so much to play for, man. Two and three are going to play each other in a couple weeks. Let's uh, you're, you're yeah, going to have the SEC championship. With, with, no, it's going to be the the Big Ten winner is going to be between two and three. Yes, thousand percent. Yeah, and it, it'll be played be whoever the West is, whatever garbage team the West Big Ten uh, team is going to throw out there. No, the West right now the leader the leader in the West I believe right now is Illinois at twenty one, yeah. and they just lost at home to somebody crappy. Uh, I don't remember who it was, um, but they lost it. They lost at home to Michigan State. Are so, you, are you surprised by Clemson still being in the top ten? No, no, not at all. I, I, I don't. You know, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> with this college football ranking playoff stuff, I think it's a good idea. But the people that they have in there, how much football are the people that are in this committee actually able to watch? I mean, most of these are ads and stuff that have hundreds of other jobs and duties dedicated to their university on a day to day basis. How much football are these? people actually able to watch on a Saturday. That's fair. That's probably fair. And, and you know, they get they get the coaches cut-ups of these games and everything, and you can't watch a coach's cut-up or highlights of games and get a full appreciation for what happened in that game, because if you just look at the Tennessee-Georgia score, you can say, hey, that's a two-score game. That was pretty close. Tennessee played good. No, they didn't. Tennessee got their ass kicked all up and down the field for four quarters. It wasn't even close. You look at the, you look at the Ohio State Northwestern score 21 to 7 you can say oh well look at the rain look at the wind look at all this stuff look at all the elements they went through that's why it happened now a that played a big part in it yes but b Ohio State's offensive and defensive line they got pushed around all game and that doesn't change if it's if it's 75 and sunny outside or if it's 30 degrees and rainy your line still has to be dominant so I you know I kind of question how much college football are, are these committee members able to watch? Because if anybody has watched Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan every single week, I can I can tell you as an Ohio State fan, Michigan's better than us right now. They should be number two. 
and Georgia should have never left the number one ranking. I know they had the Missouri and the Kent State kind of scared, but they should have never left the number one ranking. It's it's Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and then I would probably put TCU at four. Although I really like what Oregon's doing uh, after that after that UGA loss. Um, so yeah, it it'll be fun to see where this goes the next couple of weeks. But yeah, I kind of question how much football these ads and these members of the college football playoff committee are actually able to watch on Saturdays. Well, we go from you watching a ton of college football to a ton of the NFL football. Give me your NFL Power Five. Power Five, yeah. So we have a new number one after this week. Down goes the Bills. Number one, man, I can't keep keeping them out of the number one spot. It has to be the Eagles. It has to be the Eagles. They're undefeated. They're 8-0. They're playing great offense, great defense, great special teams. I just I don't know how much faith I have in Jalen Hurts in the playoffs. Uh, but you know, it's it's I think this season is sort of time for the younger quarterbacks to step up and kick the older quarterbacks out of the NFL. I mean, we see the older quarterbacks week in and week out not getting it done. And it seems like these young guns like Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungavailoa uh are, are they are getting it done. They're they're doing what their teams need them to do to get them into the playoffs. And you gotta put Eagles. You gotta put Eagles at number one, they're undefeated right now. Uh, I got the Chiefs at number two. I think that offense has really found a groove without Tyreek Hill the past couple of weeks, and they just traded for the, uh, Kadarius Tony. So that's going to add another weapon out there in KC for Patrick Mahomes. At number three, I have the Bills. Uh, they, I mean, they did not look good this week. I know Josh Allen was hurt, but they did not have a great showing this past week. Or, do what? And he continues to be hurt. Yes. Yeah, he continues to be hurt. I, I don't know what his availability is going to be. Um, for for this weekend against uh, who do they play this weekend? Do you know off the top of your head? Who's that? Bills Vikings. The Bills play the Vikings this week. Oh, so yeah. If if they have Case Keenum, yeah. If they have Case Keenum, it's it's not going to be good for the Bills. So we'll we'll see we'll see where they're at. Uh, if the Vikings get a win this week, they're definitely going to be in the top ten next week. They probably should be in the top or top five next week. They might should be in the top five this week. I just don't have a lot of faith in Kirk Cousy up there in the Vikings. Um, at number four, I have the Ravens. I continue to love what Lamar Jackson and everybody is doing out there. They shine. They signed Deshaun Jackson, and he catches one pass and like tears his hamstring. So they're still trying to find pass catchers and running backs out there in Baltimore because everybody, for some reason, keeps getting hurt. And at number five, I have my Cowboys, man. I love the defense they're playing out there uh, with Dak Prescott now back at quarterback. The offense looks a bit more deadly very balanced they have the uh, they have the Packers on the road this weekend up in Lambeau uh, Dallas is a five point road favorite so we'll see what they're made of they need to go up to Packerland and just destroy Green Bay because Green Bay is terrible this year uh, but that's my, that's my power five right now Eagles Chiefs Bills Ravens and Cowboys just outside looking in are the Vikings the Giants and the Jets so I woke up and I was going to start putting in my power five. And then I realized that you and I have the same. So I'll yeah. like through it. I'm, I'm not going to even type it out. No, it's, it's the same thing, man. You know, the Eagles, the Eagles are the only undefeated team still. And we're in what week nine, week 10 of the season. Uh, 10. This will, this will be week 10 coming up. Uh, Chiefs have continued to look good. They're the only other team right now that has been consistent week in, week out, which has been really good to see the bills. Man, losing to the Jets last week, I know it was it was not by much, but still losing to the Jets kind of is an eye-opener for the Bills, for Bills fans. 
and honestly for NFL fans. Um, but hopefully Josh Allen will be okay because let's be real, Bryce. Josh Allen's a freaking superstar in the NFL. Stud, absolutely. And when he's healthy, it's he deserves to be one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, Ravens continue to play well, and I don't know if you saw the the video circulating social media of Lamar Jackson meeting a uh, a kid, which was awesome. I'll have to. Oh no, it. I missed that. I'll have to send that to you. It's it's tear jerking. I mean, it's, was it better than Kirk Cousins dancing on the plane? Yes. <laughs> by the way, I'll have to watch it. I haven't seen it. By the way, did you happen to see what happened with Adam Schefter? Oh, yes. Yes, I've seen the Adam Schefter video. What the hell? I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what Schefter's doing, man. I, I don't know. Schefter, like, think about this. Like, the first thing that went through my mind after I saw this was, would Ian Rappaport do this? No, there's no way Ian would do that. Absolutely <laughs> not. And then Cowboys at five. Um, you know what? As much hate as I gave Dan Quinn for being in Atlanta and for being a horrific uh, head coach in Atlanta because he was awful at, at a lot of different things. He's a really good defensive coordinator. And he's yeah, he is. He's doing wonders for the Cowboys right now. So, um, yeah, Cowboys look good at five. So, yeah, that's, that's the NFL Power Five. All right, Billy, let's move on to the Marine South scoreboard from last night. We had nothing. Nothing happened. Oh. Nothing happened and on the stump at games and events calendar for tonight all we really have is the jazz at the hawks we have the nba game tonight uh like we said yesterday's podcast we are in a bit of a lull for high school sports right now it will kick off next week though we have basketball we have high school basketball we have college basketball kicking off we have the first round of the playoffs this friday um so yeah it's, it's all kicking off but it'll this is kind of the lull period it'll kick off next week then we'll have lulls here and there with the holidays coming up but uh but yeah nothing nothing on the marine south scoreboard for today and on the stump at games and events calendar just the jazz and the hawks tonight bryce we are a little bit over like a month and uh, excuse me a little bit under a month and 20 days um until we hit our year mark Can you believe that? that's nuts that's crazy man <laughs> i did uh, yeah you told me that the other day. You told me the date, and I was like, "What is? I don't, I don't know what that." Uh, it like, it's a year we've been doing this, and I was like, "Holy crap!" I was like, "It doesn't seem like a year. It's, it's flown by. That's nuts." Yeah, it it honestly seems like we've been doing this a lot longer than a year, just because it, when you've been doing a daily podcast, it seems like it goes by a lot faster than you do a weekly podcast. Um, so the daily podcast thing, it's like, yeah, we've been doing this for like three years now, right? Yeah, I can't remember a time when we weren't doing this. You know, that's that, that's sort of the feeling is like, no, we've always done this. At this time last year, we weren't. Yeah, yeah. At this time last year, we weren't doing anything like this. So, our, and again, our appreciation to all of our listeners, our sponsors, everything, man. We couldn't, we could do this without you, but no, we couldn't. We couldn't do it without the listeners, for sure. <laughs> Bryce, would. we have listeners? There's people listening to this? Bryce, Bryce would. My it. goodness. I know people listen to this. You need another cup of coffee? I do, man. Let's get to it. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Uh, Brittany Griner has been moved to a Russian penal colony. Yeah. 
I, I, this is this is taking a little bit too long to get her out of there, man. Like, I, I don't feel like we're putting the get full her, effort. She's going to be there for a while. Uh, that, that's this ridiculous, dude. We get we got to put better effort into getting her out of there. And, and this is over what a couple ounces of pot. I don't even know. It's not even ounce. Like it's like it's, it's under an ounce of, of weed. Yeah. Uh, Russian penal colonies are known for having far harsher conditions than the Moscow jail where Griner has since been detained uh, since February. So, yeah, now moving to a a rushing penal colony. I don't understand why we don't have anything to trade for. I just, I mean, no matter what you think about her and her politics and anything like that, she's an American. We got to get her back. We got to get her back over here. So I'd like to see better effort getting that done. For such a progressive state, the state of California has overwhelmingly votes no on sports betting. Uh like we needed one more reason not to move to that hellhole. Like what? What are you doing? Why? Is there is there anything in California that would entice you to moving out there? Uh, no, no, me either. There's nothing. There's nothing out there but that would make me want to move it, out there. You've got the beautiful coast, and the coast is beautiful. There's no doubt about that. But they also got um, wildfires. They also have yeah. uh, freaking earthquakes. No, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm, and you can't convince me the the California coast is any prettier than the Florida coast, especially the uh, especially the uh, along the Gulf. Like, uh, just, I'll say this: it's the cool thing is, is I've been in both. Like, I've been in the Atlantic and the Pacific. I've 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 seen both. I've I've been able to watch a sunset at the Atlantic Ocean or on the Pacific Ocean, which is cool because you know it's going that way. But outside of that, no, it's it's pretty much the same. You can watch a sunset in the Gulf. Just go to Tampa. Yeah, in the Gulf, but it's not in Boom. the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, tomato, tomato. Yeah. The Pacific Ocean is cold as hell, too. It is, man. Well, yeah. to be fair, I went in January. Um, uh, it's still cold. We went in July, and it was still cold. So we went out there for um, the Rose Parade my senior year, and I was like, I know we're... D- I know we're not going to go swimming, but I got to go get, at least put my feet into the Pacific Ocean and say I've been in it. Cold. It was cold. as We we went in, maybe it was May. It was sometime in, in the summer, and uh, I went and got a surfing lesson, and I had put on a full wetsuit to go do the surfing lesson. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, it's to protect against the cold. And I was like, what are you talking about, dude? It's summer. Yeah, I got in the Pacific Ocean. Not warm. It is quite cold. It was, yeah, it woke you up in the morning. I'll put it that way. Uh, in a very, very scary situation last night, uh, the Oilers Evander Kane was sent to the hospital last night as a skate blade cuts his wrist. Bryce sent me this video last night, and and you have to understand, when I hear Evander Kane, the first thing I think of is the Atlanta Thrashers, because the Thrashers, this is how long Evander Kane's been playing. The Thrashers actually drafted him in Atlanta. What are the, who are the Thrashers? The yeah. team? Yeah, shut up. don't don't even start (laughs) um so you know i'm I'm hoping for good news from vander today i'm hoping he's okay but that's that's definitely scary that's that's yeah that was that was not good man i saw that in in live time and i I was like what's going on everybody's stopping on the ice and they showed the replay and the skate goes right over Evander Kane's uh, wrist, and you just see blood pouring out onto the ice, and I, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and that oh, was yeah. Patty Maroon's skate that did it. So it's, it was not intentional for. No, 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 no. It's just 
something that happens. And he is in stable condition though now in the hospital. Good. So they have a procedure set up to, for today. So yeah, that was a scary situation that could have gotten really, really bad. Um, seems to have been handled really well by the NHL medical staff, and he is in stable condition now. Did you see the thing that kind of freaked me out? Did you see his face? Yes, horror, pure horror and terror. That was oh, like I'm I'm picturing. Like, I'm not watching the video right now, but I'm, I'm just, my mind is going back through and replaying it in my head. And his face is just the first thing that pops in my head was the, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. It was bad. It was really bad. Uh, Ex UFC champ Kane Velasquez is out on bail in an attempted murder case. Yeah. So, Billy, do you, do you know anything about this, this case? I don't. I, I haven't kept okay. it. So, Cain Velasquez is a former UFC heavyweight champion. He was at a family function. Uh, It was sometime last year, I believe. And there, something happened where he found out that one of his relatives had a four-year-old son who got molested by another person at the party. Cain Velasquez found out about this, chased the man down, and was just firing shots into his vehicle trying to kill him. So, Cain Velasquez is now on an attempted murder charge and gun-related charges uh, in Santa Clara County for trying to chase down and murder someone who molested Cain's four-year-old son. Yeah. Yeah. So, can we start a Cain Velasquez GoFundMe? I mean, theoretically, I'm sure we could. I don't think we need to. He's out on bail, right? Yeah, but I mean, it's it's a million dollar bail. So uh, we're gonna start a GoFundMe for handling your own business for Kane Velasquez. Uh, we're gonna you know get him some endorsements there and endorse this thing. But yeah, the first time I heard this, I was like, why is Kane Velasquez getting charged for anything? He seems like he was just sort of doing uh, what should have been done anyways. Yeah, it's tough to do, man. Like, yeah, uh, I know you and I would probably be very similar, but. No, I'd, I'd have better accuracy. <laughs> I wouldn't be arrested for attempted murder. You could move the attempted off of that. All right. We're moving on from that. Uh, today, in 1961, <laughs> the PGA eliminates the Caucasians only rule. Good for you. Doesn't that, doesn't that seem horribly recent? 61? Like, I, I don't know. That just seems, well, that seems nuts, man. Here's the thing, man. Think about 61 and think about historically speaking. Um, Martin Luther King's speech, the I Have a Dream speech, didn't happen until around that time. Yeah, around there, around when the civil rights and all that stuff was going on. It just seems nuts. JFK 61. Died, JFK died, what, 63 or 62? I, I have no idea. I, was, I don't know when he got shot from the grassy knoll. Um, I say, don't go there. Don't, don't do this. Why do you do this? Why are you the way you are? <laughs> what? I'm just saying there's more than one shooter. Oh, God, help me. Um, we can break down the Zapruder films if you want to. God. You know JFK's uh, brain was stolen from the National Archive? Okay. They've never been able to find it. Uh, let's, we're stopping. We're moving on. <laughs> Four. I'm just saying. Never found it. You got anything just else? No, you know what? No, you don't have anything else. <laughs> morning talk for Wednesday, November 8th, or excuse me, 9th, 
I'm Billy. He's Bryce. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>